Welcome to the 123rd episode of the Invincibly Super Massive Comic Book Podcast of Stuff. I am Tony Guerrero and Matt Alfring. Hi, that was the quickest the quickest start we've ever had. You're like, let's get started. And then you just went right in. Well, because and then I was like, I'm Tony Guerrero and Matt Alfring. I was like, wait, I, I was trying to think. I was like, I'm not. You're, you're both I'm people. not both. Yeah. No, just like no. everybody thinks. Everybody thinks that I'm Corey. Yeah. It's actually Tony. You're me. Or, or is are you Corey or is Corey you? That's the question. Uh, to 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 Corey or not? I'm trying to think of who was hired at Comic Vine first, and I think we both came on around the same time. I think time. it was you. I was hired as a as a right. He, he was an intern, wasn't he? Yeah, but he interned for Whiskey Media, and then um, we're like, "Hey, you want to join us on a podcast so we have more comic knowledge uh, on there?" What are we gonna fight about this week? <laughs> I don't know. I, I you know what like. I, I it never really got heated, but like that was kind of one of my favorite things that because we had such opposing views on something. And, I really like that, and I you know I do want to point out a lot of things. Sometimes you know we, I, I mean I'm not trying to say we're we're putting on a facade or like let's put on let, hey hey Matt before we do the show let's let's get in this you know we don't do stuff like that, but no. um, I, I I don't remember if it was on this podcast or the other podcast. There's like some comments. You know, I, I think it was actually. Um, when we were, it was on the, the regular podcast when we were talking about the Batman versus or BV, Batman v Superman. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where I, I, I was like, everyone's loving it or something like that. And then someone's like, oh, clearly you're not looking at the comments on, on your own side. Or it's, it's like that was pure sarcasm. And I would assume most people that are, have been listening can kind of tell when I'm being sarcastic or being serious. I don't and, know. I can't sometimes. <laughs> but but any anyway, something like that, and you know, sometimes we we say like, or sometimes you know, I'll say something just to try to you know play devil's advocate, get the other side, and so yeah, I mean, sometimes we 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 take it a little further just to, to explore more. But at I the am, same time, I think we're just we just want to have fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we're gonna have debates on occasion, but I don't know. Like I've been doing podcasting since like two thousand two. And I've been on a lot of angry shows and the shows that I enjoyed doing the most, the ones where it's just friends goofing around talking about a topic. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, because, you know, we mentioned it, I think it was on, on the show last week after that. It's like, you know, you and I can argue and it's not like, you know, I don't want to talk to you the rest of the day. You know, it's. Oh, hell no. Like, you're still like, you're still my brother to me the rest of the day. Like, I never what's said on here doesn't ever carry over because it's just opinions on things in the end. That, in the end, that doesn't matter. It shouldn't affect a relationship. Yeah. I, I do still think that <laughs> there shouldn't have been a death. <laughs> and and I'm actually surprised there's a lot of people who are like, oh, it was justified. It was justified. And 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 yes, there there's this is fiction and you know, and you can't put it to to reality, which but you were kind of doing that a little uh you know. I but, was but, I was trying to but, because but getting revenge, but it's it's like it's like you you cannot and that's kind of the the I I think where we think is kind of the basis, the sum of the basis of civil war, where it's like mm-hmm. just because you have superpowers or just because you're in this doesn't mean you can just say, well, this is all that can be done. It, it is not your response. If I, I shouldn't bring this up again, but like if Jessica Jones felt that, then she should, you know, 
go do something or and and I, you know, I don't want to say it was like, well, why don't they go to the Avengers? And you know, it's not like the Avengers are the, all. I don't, you know. There's no hotline for the Avengers in that world. It, the, everything but, that's uh, happening. There's only a, a Tony Stark tower with a big A on it, and well, then there's a, the big base where the Avengers are that Ant Man broke into. It says like right on the building Avengers or whatever. Well, maybe it's 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 an idea within the Jessica Jones and even Daredevil universe where. They feel, and I think it's, I think it's maybe mentioned in passing. They're dealing with things that are just too small for the Avengers to handle. Yeah, because I mean, if you if you look at Captain America, he's <laughs> more handling like government issues and kind of doing covert op things. Thor does whatever he wants. It's mainly things that involve you know Asgard or Drinking. one of the nine realms at, uh, attacking Midgard, Iron Man. Uh, terrorism. Everybody's dealing with terrorism, actually. I, 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 I just think, and we'll, we'll talk about this as one of this week's shows, which there uh, will be spoilers from last week's shows. So just, just your, your warning. Um, I, I just, I, I, I understand that Kilgrave did extremely horrible, horrible, horrible things to a lot of people and to Jessica, but mm-hmm. still, I don't, to me, when I look at the, all these villains, and you know, again, I don't want to rehash everything from last week. All these villains, they do all these bad things, and then it's just like, you kill them. It's like, it's like no, you lock them away, or you, you do some, you know, if you want to get revenge, ending their life, yeah, that you're taking away their life, and that's it. But you would think if you want to get revenge, you, know, you, you want to make them feel it. So I, I still think with Jessica Jones, you know, she would have crushed his, his throat or, you know, and I, I was, I glanced at the, co- at the comments here. And again, a lot of people feel that, that it was justified, which again, I, I think that's extreme. Um, but someone's like, like, why didn't they just, you know, keep pumping him with the drug and do all that until they could figure something out. And, and I don't know. I, I just, I don't think, I, I think in, in too many comic book movies, it's like, let's kill the villain. And 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 like you said, it's like okay, that story's done. You know, you don't want to see him again, come again and again and again. Which is kind of like we, like I said, we had with the Green Goblin. Even though he died, he kept coming back. And I was like, what about all these other cool Spider-Man villains like Craven or Mysterio and, and all that? But I, I still think there's something. It's like lock the villain up, and then you know maybe you never use that villain again, or maybe you do use that villain again because you know realistically for you know the, the murders and death, you know they would get life imprisonment. Maybe get they get parole or break out or. Yeah, I I just think I, I just don't think death should be, you know, it, it seems like it's too easy. It's like, OK, boom, done. So it's like, no, because then there there could be the, the struggle. It's like, OK, Kilgrave is locked up. You know, what if he does break out? And then, you know, you're still kind of looking over your shoulder and, and you know, thinking about that. And I don't know. So anyways. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't want to rehash everything. And I'm not trying to be like, get the last word in, because yeah. uh, I think the, these are too important and, and, and relevant. And we are both making, I think very logical, you know, opinions about this. This isn't, you know, who's right or who's wrong. It's just our opinion. Uh, I do think that a lot of other people in the comments section, which which is like this made me super happy, that there's a lot of great, you know, people adding value to both of our sides too, which that's, and to me, that's so awesome when people can get together on the internet and discuss something logically, you know, with a level head and, you know, not resort to name calling or ad hominem attack. But I mean, there is a. I, actually, I don't even want to get back to my point. I'm just. I'm excited more than anything else that this opened up a, a range of discussion about a television show that everybody was like really cool about. It seemed like so, more people agreed with you, which I, again, I'm, I'm. Which is a first because people agree with me all no, the time. No, I mean that that's that's fine. You know, I. Uh, I I mean, 
like like what I I I I'm, I always think back and when I when I first really noticed it was when I was in college and you know you sit through some of those classes and you have to look the discussions and stuff like that you know it, it gets to a point where it's like you know you can only argue for so much you know even if you have yeah. all the facts and like that and there's some people that just will not see you know they're they're so blind to what they firmly believe in mm-hmm. you know whether they 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 rationally believe in in something or not but it's just like you know at at some point. W- when is it worth, you know, to continue to argument, mm-hmm. you know, where well, it's, it's, it's like, it's not getting anywhere. And it's like, I, you, you can't argue with someone that just can't listen to reason. Yeah. But I, I mean, that's the old, you know, playing tennis against the garage door and trying to win. You're, you're always going to lose. But I, and I think an important part of any, any rational or any rational discussion or debate is try to see the other person's side, listen to what they're saying and not just wait for your turn to talk. Yeah. So I, I just uh, it, it's 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 just it's to me, it's weird that the movies and, and comics, you know, yeah, they have their differences and everything, but it's just in the movies and TV. They're so quick, like, let's just kill. And, and you know, maybe because comics are looking at like the bigger picture where they're like, oh, you know, we, we've been around for 50, 60, 70 years, whatever. And, you know, we, we can't just kill off this character because we may need to bring him back in, in five months or a year or two years where TV shows are like, mm-hmm. hey, I hope we're back for next season. So, you know, or, or the movie is like, we're only going to get three of these movies and then they're going to reboot it. So, you know, maybe because of that, that they're not that concerned with the big picture. And and maybe that's, you know, I, I shouldn't be looking at it like that. But I, I just think... It's a waste of a lot of these characters. It's like, why just kill them off when, you know, and, and yes, we don't want to see the same character again in the story we have, but there could be something there. So that, that's yeah, my, my think, problem. I think Marvel movies, and this is kind of aside from the whole Kilgrave thing, uh, cinematic Marvel DC films, it's such a new avenue to tell stories that, you know, who knows if it's going to be around in 60 years. I, I'm pretty sure. It's going to be in well, some they, form they, or another. Didn't they have the movies until like the 2020s? Yeah, like we're going to be like around for a while. But 2030 but almost or 2028 or some crazy. Yeah, it's something nuts. Uh, but we, there's still a, a a deep, deep vault of characters to use uh, and even reuse if they want to reuse characters as well. And yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I completely see your point that, they, yeah, they are killing a lot of people. I, I said last week, like, maybe it's split, but I think they are killing off more than – then they're introducing yeah. and you can, I'm add- sorry, that's impo- <laughs> what I just said. There's impossible, but I was going to say, like, I, I think the smart thing that Marvel really did was, was keep around Loki. Yeah. Because Tom Hiddleston, Huddleston, uh, just dominated that role. But and you could say the same thing with David Tennant. He did. He really did. And again, I'm fine. <laughs> and I, yeah, I don't want to retread that, that area. Listen yeah. to last week's episode, but yeah. Yeah, he David Tennant was probably the shining star of that, and I, I think I, that makes his death more impactful to me. And I guess also, you know, when you look at it, you know, Loki is a bigger, he's a more mythical character than someone like Kilgrave or or even like Kingpin, which who thankfully did not die. Um, yeah. So you know, you you can't kill a god. You know, you can obviously, um, but you know, there's there's still more. And and that's the thing with Loki. Some people may say we're, we're you know we keep Loki keeps coming back, he keeps coming back, but but he's good. You know, they're they're doing good stories with it and, and he's not like the pure villain that's leading everything, you know, like in, in you know, Dark World, he had a different role and you know, he he had his uses there. So anyways. That, that, well oh. that's kinda cool though, because they're actually they're doing 
like you said, they're like, they're doing different things to the character. He's a hero. He's a villain. You don't know what he is. So he's being developed just as much as the heroes are, which I think is very, very important to a good villain. Unlike, and I love guardians of the galaxy, but Ronan is a terrible villain. Like he's mm-hmm. just very, and I don't know. I know people aren't going to disagree with me. That's fine. Uh, but he's just very like, I need to kill the Kree. And I feel really just kind of like there's potential there for greatness. And they didn't, you know, expound upon that yeah. with Loki. Like we got a lot in that first like Thor film. Yeah. So anyway, TV and movies. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're going to run through last week's shows. Um, yeah. Most of them are, or a lot of them are, are the mid season finales. And, and yeah, we messed up on, on flash and arrow. Um, there turned out there was more. So, uh, starting with, uh, Ash versus evil dead. So, this show is still fantastic. Yeah. So the, the the sad thing is, you know, we're we're getting close to the end of of the first season. So we're in episode six because it's only ten ten episodes, right? Yeah, I'm sure, ten episodes. So uh, that that's that's the bummer. Uh, so so this episode, um, it it was see sometimes the half hour format works, and sometimes I feel like it, it's just not enough that it it, it rushes. It's totally not enough for this show because if we look at what we're five episodes in now, I think six, mm-hmm. uh, nothing has happened. <laughs> I mean, in the grand scheme of like episodic storytelling, you know, Ash teamed up with these guys, went to go get a book looked at, then went and saw uh, a witch and that's it. You know, like, it feels like not a lot has happened and it's all been great. And I love what's going on in the show. I, I think the pacing's insanely like, nuts and chaotic in a good way. Like it works for the show, like how everything in the, in the span of 30 minutes moves very slow. But when you sit down and watch the show, it's like beat, 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 beat. You're really, that was me hitting my fist on my hand. Um, it, it really does move quickly, which I like. So, yeah. but I, so, so this, it did feel like it, it went really quickly. Cause we're, we're getting a lot of the same thing. It's like, okay, they're, they're talking, talking, e- the evil comes, there's a fight, and then that's it. You know, you got yeah. deadites, which, which you know, we did get a break from that in the last couple episodes with that other demon. You know, we didn't have the deadites. That oh, came I love that demon, too. So so here, the, the, the big developments with this episode is, you know, we saw Kelly really step up and, you know, come into a role. You know, she's pissed off at being possessed, and, and she, you know, she's like, I want to kill deadites. And, and she mm-hmm. uses that meat slicer. <laughs> with like expertise and and then also i i was really happy uh with amanda that because you know her whole thing is she's like oh my partner was killed like this guy he's he's bad and and you know she's teaming up with with ruby with um lucy lawless and you know it just felt like it wasn't really going anywhere you know she would keep calling you know the the station whatever and they're like oh you're supposed to be off this case and so with with her agreeing to go with you know once she realized like oh Ash, this this guy, he's he's not a bad guy. He's actually trying to fight it. So you know, she goes off with him. So I thought that was a, a good development there. So it wasn't just the same thing where she's trying to you know she's chasing him. She catches up with him. They get away. She chases him. You know. So it, there's there's that. The the weird thing was uh, what happened with Lucy Lawless. I'm trying to remember now. So they they get to Brujo's place and she's investigating. And that the flaming skeleton comes out. And he's like, like you're not gonna um, double cross us again, or <laughs> oh yeah, there's something really deep going on there with her character. Yeah, so there, there's something you know because obviously she knows a lot about the Necronomicon, 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, she had Ash's hand, which, you know, Amanda didn't even say, oh, by the way, you know, this car I have, you know, I, I guess the hand disappeared, right? That's when she, when she got in, it wasn't on the, yeah, the seat. Yeah. But she didn't say, oh, by the way, I was with this lady who had your hand. Um, yeah. Just so you know, you know, it was in this car, this really cool car. I'm just going to leave it here. And, and maybe, and, maybe we'll get that like in the next episode because uh, yeah i mean yeah it was right at the end and then you know yeah because you're kind of in shock too when you're dealing with i'm assuming when you're dealing with you know deadites coming at you and you're not gonna give what would obviously be relevant information right away but it was weird they killed off lucy lawless right away no (laughs) the weird thing about this episode is there's actually a um a couple images that were released for this episode that did not show up. So like I, I, I finally, you know, some people are like, like, oh, I hope, you know, hope she comes back. Hope she comes back. And and I even mentioned it when I reviewed it. It's like, you know, she she is going to come back, and and you know she's going to come back. But but there is an image where she's basically all covered in soot for the most yeah. part. She actually looks pretty clean considering she was thrown into a fire. Um. So somehow she comes out of that. No idea how. And obviously, so you know, they they just messed up oh and i do i should point out what just happened this week um i I just saw a comment um on the review from multiple man amazon prime now has a thing where you can add on stars you can subscribe to stars and showtime if you have an amazon prime um, membership so so you don't have to get you know showtime or or stars through your cable you can get it through your amazon prime account i wonder if they'll let me do that if i already have stars at my with my horrible cable um i I would think so because it's a you're doing it through amazon prime and you know you could have no cable or you could have cable and i don't think it matters because you're you're probably gonna be watching it through the the amazon you know app yeah yeah so so if you want to catch up on ash versus evil dead there's a new way to do it or outlander on on stars or um uh, what's what's on? What, what am I thinking? I, I don't think Stars has a lot of art. There's that Black no, Sail show, which yeah. I think is terrible. It's not, who was I talking to? Someone's like, it's like, oh, there's this like ballet show or something, and and it's, it seems intense because they show these commercials like right before Ash vs. Evil Dead. It's like I don't know if it's ballet or dance. It's like, uh, and then there's like Black Sails or something like that. But and, I, I tried to watch Black Sails. It is it's cheesy. <laughs> a lot of these shows, the the music's Bear McCreary. He like does the music for everything. There's like Walking Dead, does Outlander, does Agents of Shield. Um yeah. So so if, if you don't have stars or showtime, uh you, if you want to watch Homeland or, or anything like that, you can get that get that. And and there's I guess a free week trial, so you can like binge watch all of the Ash vs. Evil Dead in, in you know, a day. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 a great show. Um I have to see what they're gonna do, how they're gonna end this and this is a good year for TV and for comic book TV especially. So, whew, yeah. that's a good that's a good addition. I it's I know it's not a tech, technically a comic book show even though there's a dynamite series, but yeah. Uh, did you ever catch up on <laughs> Gotham? Oh, I forgot that was still on. No, um, I have. I, I will be frightfully honest. I have zero interest in catching up. I don't. I don't know what happens. Like, I feel like just nothing. Well, you man, you got to see someone crosses a line big time, uh, and the whole thing with 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 Bruce getting sacrificed to the Order of Saint Duma. I, I'm maybe I'll I'll catch up, but I don't know. I just feel like 
I, I, I missed a week and then I went back and watched it and then, and I wasn't reviewing it. I was just what kind of watching it. So I catch up to review it and I lost complete interest. And I think that's the point where I'm like, I'm not reviewing this anymore. I just can't hmm. like there's a, this season was better, but I, it just, doesn't, it doesn't hold me like, like flash does, uh, even Asians of shield, which I did not like up until this season. Like that, that's everything's holding my interest much better. So, um, okay. So let's talk. Well, and it, yeah, I mean, some something crazy happens at the end. It's like, how, where are you going to go from here? And we got Mr. Yeah. Freeze coming up. I will watch that. I, I will like, I'm actually, I'm going to watch that. Cause I like Mr. Freeze as a character, but I it mean, all depends on whether they do like the pre 52 version or the new 52 version, you know, depending with his wife, Nora, whether or not it is his wife, you know what I mean? Well, see, so here's the thing. Originally there was no wife. I, I did an article about this, like right after the annual came up and, yeah, and yeah. Scott Snyder redid it. And some people were like, this is cool. Or some people are like, like, no, this isn't cool. And uh, so in, in, or when he first appeared, there was like zero motive for him. He was, yeah, just, he was like, just like cheesy villain. He was a villain, like stealing a, a, like a, some piece of art at a museum or, you know, something like that. So and uh, it was in the animated series where Nora came about. And then, um, you know, it was his wife. And then Scott Snyder's thing is like it wasn't his wife that he was just this doctor scientist that became attached to this anonymous patient. And that was just whole freaky that that annual story with, with the apple and his. Like a, it was like a mom. Florence Nightingale situation or a Nightingale situation. Is that what it's yeah. called? With the, yeah. Yeah. But that's just the thing with, with Victor when he's a kid and his mom, you know, pushing her in a wheelchair and then like basically dumps her in the ice. That may be one of my favorite things that Scott Snyder's done, actually. Yeah. So a lot of people didn't like that. Some people did. Well, actually, I, I can't say if a lot of people, you know, because, again, you, you base it off those the, the, the vocal minority, you know, the, the comments. And, you know, so I, I, I thought it, I thought it was cool. But anyways, so there's that comes up and starts back next year. We had Supergirl, which I think there's one more episode. Yeah, there's one more episode tonight, this week, um, where she's going to be fighting her, her aunt, Astra. She's, she's back. Uh, she's been gone for. Five episodes or so. Uh-huh. So in episode seven, Human for a Day. Uh, so basically, <laughs> this episode is so nuts. So she, I, I'm basing it off the one thing. Sorry. Yeah. So, uh, it, I mean, it, it was it was a decent episode. It's it's just so weird with this show because it's it's good for, in different ways. Where you know, it, it it has a lot of good messages, which sometimes it can borderline being you know a little cheesy. But basically, she lost her powers fighting Red Tornado. You know, she did the solar flare, which James referred to it that he mentioned Superman using it. So I thought that was cool that they they brought that up. But basically, you know, she has no powers. And uh, and then it turns out there's like an earthquake happens. She breaks her arm and, you know, she's trying to deal with this, you know, not not having these powers. And then, of course, you know, (laughs) the thing I cannot stand about the show, the one I think that what really bothers me is Maxwell Lord. Cause they always cut to him on the news saying, Oh, Supergirl sucks and she's not helping us, so we gotta help ourselves and all it's just like, you know, he, he he's We get it, you're the villain. <laughs> you know, he's just like he's always going, you know, bring it's it's just it's so weird. It's like, oh we're here at this horrible scene. Oh, here's this rich, rich dude. Let's get his opinion on this because he's an expert on on the whole city, right? It's like, why do they keep cutting to this guy, you know, and to get his opinion? Who cares about this guy's opinion? Yeah, he's he's rich, he's smart or powerful, whatever. But it's it's it that just bothered me. They just keep throwing him on there. It's like, you know, it's like, hey, we, we got to pay this guy. You know, 
he was in all those Twilight movies. So, which you know, the funny thing is, I didn't realize he was in the Twilight movies. <laughs> really? He was a uh, yeah. He was like the he's a um, uh, what Edward? I forget the actor's name. Um, Pattinson, Rob Robert Pattinson. Okay. Maybe? And he he was his uh, adoptive vampire dad, or something like that. Okay. So that's like I didn't even realize it. I uh, have never seen a Twilight movie. My wife keeps telling me. Because if it's on, I know she's seen. I'm like, well, you you want to watch this? Because nothing else is on. She's like, you're you're not gonna want to. They're really bad. Yeah, I, I admit, I, I've seen them. So whatever. Um, I'll watch anything. I don't yeah. care. Um. So, yeah, you, you got all that. But so the interesting thing is is Supergirl. Because you know the thing is Melissa Benoist. She's she's so. How would you describe her? I mean, she's full of hope, I guess. Which is what you know we want from a Superman Supergirl character. I mean, she's she's good at the role. And, you know, you really see her struggling with not having any powers. I mean, there's the whole scene where it's like, okay, there, there's a, a bank robbery going on in this convenience store. She's like, I got to go in there. I can't just sit around and do nothing. And, you know, she has no power. So she goes in there. She's trying to talk this, this robber down. And you can see her arm is shaking because her arm, she's in pain. And, you know, because her arm being broken. And, and then she knows that this guy, like, he, he shoots her. You know, she's done. So I, I, I thought that was a, a cool scene. And um, and we we have the whole thing with Alex dealing with Henshaw because they found out that uh her, her dad Alex's dad worked for the DEO. He was kind of blackmailed sort of into it because Henshaw wanted um Supergirl, and he's like, "I'll I'll work for you if but you leave her alone." And then he died, and then they found out that they were together when he died, and there's all this stuff, so they don't trust him. <laughs> They're they're dealing with this villain gem, um, which and, the, is, and the holograms. No, so so there is this character. Um, he, he's a uh, he. It's weird because um, he he wasn't. I don't think he was like he's like a straight on villain. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's from Saturn, or supposedly from Saturn, and so they, they, he's he's locked up in deal. He wants to get out of there. Uh, you know they're on lockdown because the power went out and the generators are on whatever, and then it it seems like you know he's got telepathy, so there there's Henshaw's you know you can't trust him, but then the big reveal and again we're doing spoilers, we find out that he's not Henshaw because everyone's like you know you see the glowing red eyes okay you know he's gonna be cyborg Superman, but he nope. re- reveals that Henshaw died that you know they they were chasing this alien they wanted to kill him he he was a peaceful alien he was a refugee. And he's really Martian Manhunter. John that was Jones. awesome. John Jones. And to me, the best thing is I was watching with my daughter and then she's like freaked out over this. And, and you know, she, she, she thought it was like the coolest thing. And, and so, so one, you know, proud father moment, you know, that, that, you know, obviously she, you know, she's watched Justice League. So, she, you know, she knew who Martian Manhunter was and um, Young Justice. And, you know, so she, she knew that. But then she's like, where's his cape? I was like, well, yeah. it doesn't really go with the outfit, I guess. You know, when he's shape shifting and all that, what you making? You know, when he shape shifts, does he does he make the cape or is he wearing a cape? I thought he made it because I thought that was explained in one of the books where he was made the cape to look more heroic and more like, like oh. other heroes that are famous. Because because that's the thing like like Mystique, you know, she, Mystique is always naked and she <clears> just <throat> makes yeah. the clothes as, as part of her, which is kind of weird. Um. You know, imagine it's like oh, I, I got to go outside. I'm, I'm naked, but I'm gonna look, make it look like I'm wearing clothes. But 
Hopefully I don't get knocked out and revert back to my original form, my nakedness. Nakedness. <laughs> Naked. So yeah, that that was a, the 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 crazy thing is um and I, I, I thought it was cool that they they basically fool us. And there's so many people who are like like, oh, that was so obvious. I knew that. I was like, wow, you know, <laughs> these people like figured it out like weeks ago that it, it was going to be Martian Manhunter just because he had red eyes. And, and even though his name was, was Hank Henshaw, that's kind of impressive, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like they, they should start writing TV shows, too, because they can come up with these twists. I, I, I thought it was a good twist because I, I didn't see it coming. In. What, I didn't see it coming either. I mean, just because he had red eyes. It's, it's like, yeah, Cyborg, why does Cyborg Superman have red eyes? I, you know, it just figures like, oh, they're just doing it, the heat vision or roboticness or something and but yeah so, so I, I, th- I thought it was cool and we'll have to see where it goes from there I'm not too um, I, I'm not really looking forward to the next episode with with Astra I mean it just seems there's a there's a lot of like like oh blah. you know it's it's just the the fight on fight it's like oh, oh I can fight you you know it's where they, they try putting the, the message in you know, yeah and that and so it, it's just because if you have her Astra and like other Kryptonians against one Kryptonian, obviously Supergirl's outmatched, and you know maybe that's that's part of the the beauty of the show. Because uh, you know I, I always said you know the hard hard thing the, what I would assume the hard thing about writing Superman is coming up with villains that can put up a good fight because Superman yeah. is so powerful. So that's the thing with, with all these like villains that are weak, you know, you have to come up with the way, you know, someone that's a, a formidable opponent. So by having someone who should essentially be on par with Supergirl and then multiplying that, you know, obviously that's, that's going to be, be a bigger problem, but I would think that these others would probably have an advantage because even if, if they've been in hiding for 12 years or whatever, they're, they're probably, they've probably been using or developing, or training to use their powers more than Supergirl was because Supergirl decided not to use her powers. You know, she was mm-hmm. just going to live a normal life, which um, you have to wonder. It's like, so what was she doing whenever she would hear people like screaming for help or anything like that? Did, did she, just she, let's lower her head in shame and walk. I mean, I, you know, I hate to bring that up because, you know, she's such a hopeful character. Did she figure out some way to, cause you know, I always wonder is like, how does a superheroing work? Cause you know, and and it always goes back to like the one thing that I, I like about uh, Superman Returns when when Brandon Routh Brandon Ruth is Routh is out above the stratosphere and just like listening, and then you know all the different things and he pinpoints one thing and he goes down there. Yeah. So because like it's it's not like if you have super hearing you hear everything all at once. You know there has to be some way to have different levels of hearing. Mm-hmm. You know and and some way to single out one thing over another because i mean if you had super hearing and you could hear everything i mean it would just be like constant noise everywhere you wouldn't be able to hear someone standing right in front of you talking because there'd be so much other stuff so i always wonder how that works if there's extra ear listening muscles that you know can say okay i need to listen i just want to listen to what's like in this room okay i just want to listen to what's what's on this floor i just want to listen what's in this building what's on this block you know there's got to be different ways to to crank up the, the amount of superhero hearingness or something. Mm-hmm. So she's probably like, like, Oh no, that cat's stuck in the tree again. Like, little kids crying. I, I can't go over there. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I, I, I like Supergirl. So it's, 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 it's a good show and it, it's just different. And you know, we've, we've talked about this. Not all shows need to be the same. So some people like it. Some people don't. 
and that's fine because if we had 10 shows or all the same thing, it would be boring. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting how Legends of Tomorrow, I wonder where that's going to fall because Flash and Arrow, they kind of have different vibes. Oh, yeah. You know, Flash is a little more wholesome and Arrow, you know, tends to go more like a little, little heavier in the violence and then more with the the sexual situations and you know, not necessarily, you know, not like they're, they're doing it all the time, but you know, you have more of that romance, I guess, involved, even though you got like Barry and Patty and stuff like that. So I wonder where, um, legends of tomorrow is going to fit in. And I'm also, well, um, if you, if you, if you followed up on the interviews I did on, uh, legends of tomorrow at New York, uh, it's going for a more humorous tone, but not over the top. It's going to have the darkness of arrow, more jokey like flash so i think it's going to lean a little bit towards more flash but some of the things they're dealing with are going to be like vandal savage is not like the Oof. i'm gonna get you guys like he's a dark villain so it's gonna like be him. kind of in the middle I, I just i don't really like i don't care for the portrayal yeah. i love the portrayal i think it's pretty solid for and, and so, so i watched part two again i watched last week's arrow because uh so like the way it works usually um me and my, my daughter and I, we, we usually watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on like Sundays because uh, I watch it early. Mondays, we usually watch Supergirl. And then Tuesdays, we usually watch Flash. But what I did, since there's no Flash this week, I was like, well, let's save part two because she doesn't watch Arrow normally at all. But I was like, let's save part two for, you know, the following week. And then this way, so now you know we can watch the midseason finale of Flash since she hasn't seen that yet. So, um, I forgot what was I getting at with this. Anyways, um, so I, yeah, so I, okay, I watched Arrow again mm-hmm. and I just, the, I, I get why they're, they're connecting Savage with the Hawk people, you know, the, the, that, it feels forced, but yeah, I understand. It's like, let's make a connection. So why are they here? Why, you know, why did they care to fuck going to fight and all that? There's all it, but I just, I, I don't know something about, I, I just, I don't. I, I still think, you know, nothing against the actor, but I, I still think he should be like a bigger brute of a guy, you know, because I, I think back to, you know, like the caveman aspect of it, you know, whatever. Uh, but the the one thing about that episode that really bothered me is when they first get to that farmhouse and, you know, they're, they're kind of like, you know, settling in. And I, I believe they went for like a continuous shot, like going from room to room to people to people. But yeah. it, it just felt like as you're going around, that people are just coming in, making their little quirky one-liners, you know, something like that, and then like kind of walking off, and then the camera pans away. It's, it just, it felt like really cheesy to me. It's just like, oh man, and and yeah, that's all I want to say about that. So uh, let's see, Flash. Uh, it was a holiday episode. Got the the Rogues, and. Mark Hamill returns. Anything? Yeah, I was um, actually. You talk for a second. The guy typed something really quick. <laughs> so, um, weathered, wi- wet, weather, weathered, weathered, weathered wizard, weather wizard breaks. You know, uh, trickster and and freeze, freeze Captain Colt. My God, Captain Cole out of jail, and they're like, oh, we gotta get revenge on the Flash. So they're doing this. The I, what I thought was the cool thing is the Captain Cold. You know, because he knows Barry's secret. He he's a bad guy, but he's not really that bad guy. You know, he's he's got some some honor to him, which is obviously how he, he can fit in 
with the Legends of Tomorrow um, group. But you know, he he kind of gives them a warning, and you know, they, they need to figure out how to stop them. And it, it goes back to the first time Barry did a time travel thing where they, they tried stopping Weather Wizard. So that that part was was cool. Uh, let's see what else was there. Um, there there's we, we know there's stuff going on with Harry and Zoom. Harry, he's gonna betray Flash again. No, Harrison. Harry. Don't say Harry, because then I start thinking that you're talking about Henry. No, they're talking about Harry, because Harrison is not Harrison. They're talking about yeah, Harrison this... from Earth Two, Harry. How do you know that the Earth that he's on right in the show is an Earth Two? Who do who are you to say? Wait, what? <laughs> who are you to say that uh, the Earth that uh, Barry uh, Barry Allen is from is not Earth Two? They said that they're calling the other one Earth Two. And even Jay and, and Harry are calling it Earth 2. I don't live on an Earth 2. I live on Earth. Yeah, but you're not in a comic book TV show where there's multiple Earths and people. Multiple from... Earths could exist. You're on Earth. All right. Earth yeah, I am. zero. Okay, that's fine. So, yeah, because Zoom has Harry's daughter, you know, he's going <laughs> to betray him and all that. Uh is there anything else besides what happens at the end? I mean, oh, the big, the big thing at the end, huge thing at the end. Yeah. So I mean, Mark Hamill is good. I, I that that's really all I have to say about it. You know, it's it's cheesy. It's over the top. It's you know, cackling villain, which is what you want from him. I do not like Trickster. <laughs> yeah. I, I like Mark Hamill. I just it's so I, when he talks, it just it it just re, it's Joker. Yeah. And the thing is, he was also Hopgoblin in the 90s Spider-Man cartoon. And he was fine on that show, actually. Yeah. So, I mean, it's great seeing him again. But, <clears throat> yeah, it's 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 that, that, that weird tone. Well, going back to Legends of Tomorrow, so Legends of Tomorrow is going to be on Thursday nights. So it's going to be like Flash, Arrow, Legends. And and the other thing is, like, I wonder if, if Legends is, like, how many episodes there are. Because I don't know if, if that's been revealed. Maybe it has. Uh, okay, so then we, we get to Arrow... Um, just while we're talking about Flash, so mid-season finale. Uh, let's see. Oh, the whole thing. Ollie is, you know, he's he's decided to run for mayor. He's fighting Damian Dark. Um, he's kind of fighting him publicly now, and and really called him out like publicly, saying this guy Damian Dark, he's the leader of ghosts, and he's doing all this bad stuff. So what happens? Damian and his ghost it kidnaps everyone threatening to kill him because we know someone's going to die from the, the the first episode. There's that grave where and Ollie's like crying and sad. And then Barry comes and is like, sorry, I missed the funeral. And so we don't know who's, who's supposed to die. And so there is, there in the, these like glass cells and there's like this deadly gas was being poured in. So there was, there was Felicity Diggle and Thea were all there. And the one one thing I had to say is so um a Merlin uh Barrowman, you know, he he's he's very protective of Thea. Cause he they that happened in the the crossover episode where he's like, if anything happens to her and you know, but it's like, dude, you you killed her so she could go through the Lazarus pit and all that. So it's like you're not one to talk about protecting her. So it looks like, you know, who's gonna die? Are one of these people gonna die? But they they managed to save him because uh, Merlin 
is dressed as, as Arrow and then Laurel comes as, as Black Canary. So all that. And it looks like things are, are, are fine. Um, Felicity found out that Barry was going to propose to her before. And they're in a limo. They're going home. The car gets surrounded. These guys with machine guns come out, start shooting. The driver's shot. Barry manages to climb over, get in the driver's seat, and drive away. Gets around a corner, safe distance way, opens up the back door. Guess what? What? Chicken butt. <laughs> Felicity's all shot and like... And, uh, yeah, like the the whole like the blood in the mouth thing, you know, when they do that, when you do that, you know, it's it's serious. So it's like, mm. is she the one that's dead? She gone. I don't think they would kill her. Not like another show. What other show? What? That's another show that has agents on it. Asians? Agents. <laughs> uh so I mean, but the thing is, like last last season's mid season finale is like when Ollie died, when Rachel Ghoul stabbed him and kicked him mm. off the cliff. So we'll see. But there is no Lazarus pit because uh, Nisa like tainted it. She she peed in it or blew it up or did some stuff so they can't use. You it. and urination. You have some strange. What are you talking about? You mentioned like pooping and peeing quite a bit. Hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. So uh, this is coming from a guy who talks about it a lot. Yeah, so we'll have to wait and see. Is Felicity dead? They can't kill her off because she's like the quirky, you know, whatever character. The quirky whatever character? <laughs> yeah. She's the, the Cisco, the Wind. Yeah, she is the Cisco. The Fitz Simmons. And... All right. I like Cisco a little bit better. Sorry. Yeah. Cisco's really good at naming uh, I, villains. I didn't did not like Cisco in the beginning. I thought he was too much. And and every time I laugh at him, my, my daughter's always like, she looks at me, she's like, you didn't really like him in the beginning. I was like, yeah. It's like he's she's uh, always there to remind you. <laughs> he's he's grown on me. Because every once in a while when I laugh at something, she like looks at me when or or she like she she knows when I'm gonna laugh at something and she mm-hmm. just like looks at me. She's like, you think that's so funny? I was like, yeah, I did. Um, all right, agents of shield. Oh. Asians of shield? No. Listen, man. Okay. What are you trying to you and your Asians? You're like mm-hmm. messing fixated on them. Uh, this episode, I, I've seen, <laughs> I watched this episode three times now. Really? Yeah. So I, yeah, I watch it. How do you have time to watch it three times? Okay. So I really had time to watch it once. I, Cause I watched it Sunday with my, my daughter and then Monday I, I was watching it at work a little bit. I, I could not watch the end part again. I, I honestly, I, I was just like, no, I can't watch it at that. It's makes me sick in the stomach. And then, um, and then we watched it again Wednesday. Uh-huh. Because, uh, yeah. So, uh, mid-season finale, Hydra wants this ancient evil that's on the alien world that Simmons was was trapped on. Mm-hmm. So, they opened up the portal. They took Fitz there. Um, Ward went with and some other agents. Coulson, last minute, followed them. And... Fitz manages to find Will, and Will's like, Fitz? Is that you? So, because <laughs> he, like, recognized him. That, that is, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's an important thing. And. I liked your, I liked your impression. Uh, so, let's see, we're, 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 I, I guess just, just jumping to the end, 
Um, oh, well, okay. One of the things that bothered me, one of the things, Colson, because I, I think when, when they went there, they're like, we have like, like 12 hours or 13 hours until the portal opens again. And then there's, there's a point where it's, it's like, oh, we have six hours. And then they, they show Colson waking up. So they've been moving around. And, and yeah, maybe they, they pause a little bit like that. But it's like Colson caught up with, to them very quick, really quickly. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I didn't like that so much. But then, um, oh, it was crazy when you see that, that giant Hydra symbol. The giant Hydra symbol? Yeah. Yeah. That, I, was, I was like, what? And then we see the city... And then, you know, he, he's talking about, uh, you know, the, the nine civilizations that were on the planet. And we're like, mm-hmm. how, Will, how does Will know all this stuff? And he's like, because I was there. So then we find out that it wasn't Will. It was really it, this, this creature. And every, every part of me while watching the episode was like, I, and I always screw up saying his name. I, I was like, I hope it's Shamogorath. Sh- oh, I can never say his name right. Yeah, so because I'm we, look it up to pronounce it, sorry. Because you know, we 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 see that um you know, like Will his like leg, you know, it's like you could see his bone, like so mm-hmm. so Will had died and then this this it took over his body. Shumagorath. Um well see there no there's this character the hive that was in Secret Yeah, War, yeah, Secret Warriors which is um so Fitz and, and Will are, are fighting, you know, w- Will it is about to kill him. And then Coulson, you know, shoots it and then there's all the stuff. And then Fitz shoots it with the flare as it's heading towards a, the, the portal and it, it goes up in flame. And then Coulson, because oh, Coulson had, had captured Ward, he shot him, kept shooting him. It's like, what, what a jerk, <laughs> you know, he mm. keeps shooting him. But the whole thing with Ward, he's, he, it, it's almost like, you know, he, he did find his closure there. You know, he's, he realized he's like, I joined Hydra for petty and personal reasons. And he was like saying how, you know, wanted a father figure. And that's how he fell into it. You know, with, with was easily persuaded by Garrett and, and all this. And he's like, you know, we're here. This is a new beginning. He's like, this isn't about death. He's like, you know, I have found my purpose and all that. So then as, as they're fighting Colson, you know, he's, he's got him ward down uses his robot hands, pushes down, keeps pushing and just smashes his chest, kills him. And, yep. and it was pretty, uh, pretty brutal. I, I, and it just, this goes again to the whole killing thing. It's like, I, I think he crossed the line, especially, you know, he's a director of shield. It, it just, it really bothers me. He's like, I'm the director of shield. I'm, you know, I'm up on this. I, I have to live by all these standards. And then he's like, I know I can't, uh, you know, stay to these standards. So Mac, you're going to be the director while I go off and do all this stuff. So now what he's, he's going to come back and he's like, Oh, I'm the director again. That's all right. Don't, don't worry about what happened because even I, you look at Fitz who fits, you know, he really liked, he, he, he kind of idolized Ward in the beginning. You know, he really yeah. looked up to him and, and he was like really hurt and, you know, he's betrayed, uh, you know, all that stuff. But with the way he looks at Colson, cause he sees what he, what he did and he knows that that wasn't necessary. And then even at the end, when they, they make it back, you, you see Fitz giving Colson this look. <clears throat> so I really hope that they, they do something with that because that wasn't necessary. It, it's just weird. And, and 
like what Colson was saying, you know, he's like, how many people did you kill and all that? So I get all that stuff. And like even all those people on the plane, we're assuming all, all those people died when, when Ward jumped out of the plane a couple mm-hmm. episodes back. Because he, he says something like, like, oh, as you freeze to your death, you know, all this. So we're assuming, I guess if, if a door of a cabin of a plane gets blown off, you're going to die, you know, mm-hmm. with, with all the, the pressurization and the cold. No, you don't. If, if, if you're up high and you freeze... The freezing will kill you, yeah. Yeah, so so that's why I'm assuming that whole plane of people died. So yeah, war. You know, he did a lot of bad things. But what did they 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 focus on? You know, they do that flashback, and mm-hmm. it's like, how much did Coulson really like Ros- Rosalind? You know, it's it's not like they had this this big ongoing relationship. You know, he barely knew her. He knew her for like two weeks, and yeah. then it's just like it's like, oh, you killed her, so crunch. So that that I I thought they they took it a little too far because even in the beginning he was kind of playing along with the relationship just to you know try to get information and then you know he, I I believe yeah he honestly did fall for her but it just seemed like a bit much even when he 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 tells Daisy like that same episode he's like he's like oh yeah we we can't get attached to people in our business and all that and the thing is like okay if you really want to make Ward suffer again what would have been the better thing to do what would be the better thing to do. Uh, Tony, I, I'm <clears throat> going to stop you right there. Uh, when it comes to Colson killing Ward, I will hundred percent, uh, disagree with his actions. He should be put in a jail or something else. Cause he is not, uh, he's a threat, but he's not a threat that, that there's, I feel like there's a redemption to there or could have been redemption to that character, you know? Yeah. Well, the thing is what, 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 what I was trying to get you to say, or what I think Colson should have just left him there. I thought about that, but I thought that was almost too harsh because he could die there too. But that's that's the thing. I mean, well, Will survived for fourteen years or whatever. So no, it was, wasn't it like was it fourteen? It was fourteen was or it, fifteen? It was like early two thousands or ninety nine or something like that. So anyways, you know, he, there's you know, we saw Gemma survive for a little bit on her own. You know, there's the the, the plant whatever creature thing. Mm-hmm. But so that's the thing, and, and yeah, maybe that's harsh, but still, crushing someone's chest is harsh. So, mm-hmm. but, but you, do you do that? And it's like, boom, it's done. There's, there's no more suffering after that. You know, if, if you're, if you're purely looking for revenge, leave them there to suffer. And mm-hmm. it's, it's not like you have to sit there and like, you know, slice off their skin or chop off their limb, you know, do, you know, anything like that to make them suffer. It's like the, the, yeah. So anyways, it turns out he's, he, Ward's dead, but it took over. And the, the good thing is that, you know, Brett Dalton's still going to be on the show, but now he's, he's the host of, of this thing. Um, so I, 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 I interviewed Brett Dalton, uh, about the show and it felt like it was, it was uh, you know, he was kind of taking a little hard too. Cause you know, he said it, it was a very like emotional day. Cause the thing is, you know, it's like they, they killed this character and, and, you know, he only had like, I, I however, but, the episode before when they were working at it is like when he found out. Yeah. And then, and so, you know, he, he said it was cool that like every season he's like playing a different character. So, you know, this is a chance to do something else. But, you know, you look at, because if you ever see anything about the cast, you know, they get along so well, but still it's like he's, he's kind of, you know, separate from these guys in, in a way. But one of the things that he said, he, because he said there, there are a couple episodes ahead in like the filming schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, cause like I, I asked him, is, is it possible that there's still some of 
ward inside there because when it was in Will, he recognized Fitz. So you know, there's there's got to be something there, and and Brett Dalton said there there's that's something that they're exploring. Um, and he said, I see. So he said, and I'm quoting him. I think the idea that he it contains all of the memories of all of its past hosts. So there's this crazy mm. collection of skills, memories, wants, and desires. The being can access all of that stuff. In some ways, it's like taking books off a shelf and seeing what's inside. So obviously right there, you, you kind of think Taskmaster too, you know, if he can access all these skills. So we'll have to see if there's any way to get rid of the creature. Because like you see that little slug, snake thing, whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. but if, if they expel that, isn't War just dead? Or would he be able to heal? You know, there's all these questions of how you can do it and, and all that. But and that's the other thing. It's like I, I know Ward was shot a couple times, and be, I, I I don't. It's weird to think of Coulson being that good of a hand to hand combatant. And you know, I know there is a like the on the way to the whatever that the short where he's at the the, the gas station or whatever, and mm-hmm. he fights that guy in there. I I just think Ward would could put up a better fight, even if he was shot twice. So that's the show this week. <laughs> uh, well, we, I mean, <laughs> I think we've talked about everything, haven't we? So yeah, it pretty it much is. is. It's <laughs> just, it, it, it was hard. And, and the thing is also, cause Brett, Brett Dalton is like the nicest guy. I've talked to him twice in person. I've talked to him twice on the phone. Uh, he's a great guy. So it, it was hard to watch the show because of that. And, yeah. and because my daughter has a crush on him. Oh, uh, but you know, he, he's truly a nice guy. And, I just I, I don't think they should have killed him. Uh, you yeah. know, he, he's done a lot of bad things. Yeah, and can he be? Could he have been redeemed? Maybe. maybe I think not. so. But I he, think so, but I think it would have taken a lot. And he even said, you know, he doesn't want redemption. So yeah. it, I, I guess at some point it's like, well, you know, how how long could you carry this on? So this is another stage or whatever, you know, for him. So we'll see. <clears throat> uh, a couple questions, and then because we're basically out of time. Um, this was an older one. I, I think I didn't get to this. This is from D9000. D9000. So uh, he said, this is uh, yeah a couple of weeks old. He says he wanted to talk about the latest James Bond movie. You can consider me one of those fans who's read. I don't, don't think we covered this, right? He's no. one of those fans who's read the novels, watched all the movies, has strong opinion about what he likes and doesn't like. I just want to publicly give this movie a two out of five. What? So- and point out that despite my optimism and excitement about Spectre, it really wasn't a very good movie. Daniel Craig is a great Bond, in my opinion, but the movie suffers from some pretty major issues, including pacing, character development, and the extra story was a bit of a mess. Performances were great, though, and I did have fun watching action scenes set or action set pieces in the theater. Seeing Batista as a badass minion was great, and the fight with Bond was excellent. But at the end, Spectre won't hold up next to the last three movies. Also, I didn't like the theme song by Sam Smith. It was extremely meh. Have you seen it? I have not. I didn't either. I want to see it. So I, I know there's a lot of mixed mixed feelings on that. It seems like. Mm-hmm. So I, I do really want to see that. Um, and here's uh, we're, we're going to end it with a uh, email from Scanner Fifty One. If you have emails, questions, podcast at comicvine.com. You still send them there, um, or on the uh, the Invincible Massive Super whatever. Facebook page of stuff. You can put stuff there too. He says, Hey guys, I'm really glad that Supermassive back and on the same feed as the regular podcast. 
Uh, in the most recent episode, Matt took the position of getting revenge on someone no matter what the incident is completely okay. I tend to agree, but I need Matt's help now. Uh-oh. My sister said she would let me borrow all three Back to the Futures, but yesterday she said that she won't, that won't be happening now. I think my kid was bugging her royally, so she's getting revenge on me. My question for Matt is, what should my revenge be back at her? Well, you're you're asking to borrow something. She never did any wrong to you. I mean, she just didn't let you. Well, she borrow. said she said you can borrow them. She made a deal. She's yeah, her but word. it's her it's her property. But now I she's mean, like she's like breaking her word. Breaking a breaking a word in that in this situation is is very minimum. Uh, again, I'm a super chill chill dude. Unless Tony riles me up, <laughs> um, I I th- that's not. I, I, by the way, I'm not a dude that likes to get revenge. I'm just saying in the case of Jessica Jones, I was because of the actions Kilgrave took against her. I was I thought I felt she was justified in the murder of him. Well, Again, what, this is I'm also calling it murder, by the way. What, what if Scanner 51 like he's like, I'm going to get to watch all three movies. I'm going to go buy a new sound system. I'm going to buy like bucket loads of popcorn and get all this stuff ready. I'm going to invite like all my friends over. We're going to have a back to future marathon. And then she's like, oh, you can't watch them now. I don't know. Maybe instead of spending all the money on a sound system and food, you just go buy the movies. But but his sister's like, oh, you can borrow them. You don't have to spend the money on that. And then it's like everyone's over and he's like, oh, crap, like, where, where are they at? You're supposed to come over. And she's like, yeah, I, I do not rely on others for my movie watching experiences. Uh, I buy I have three three different versions of Back to the Future. I think five of Star Wars. I just buy it. Mr. Moneybags. But, and not really. It's just like things that I love. I'll, I'll just buy. I don't. That's just me. Um so just go buy Back to the Future. I think there's a, the 30th anniversary set just came out. I didn't buy that because I have the 25th anniversary one. Yeah. Or 20th or whatever that it first came out on Blu-ray. Yeah, me too. Actually, I think I have the 20th and 25th. <laughs> I, I just go buy them. Don't get revenge on your sister. Uh, it, that is not worth getting revenge on at all. Take it from me, someone who has Mr. alienated revenge. their sisters and not talked to them for a decade because of some BS when I was a teenager. Uh just, you know, forgive and forget. All right. And that is a show for this week. Oh, he says, thanks for the input. Six days until Star Wars. Wait, what? Star Wars is coming out? There's a new Star Wars movie? I am I am not actually going to be seeing it opening weekend. I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. Okay. My band, my band practice, uh, the, the Wednesday after, we've decided to go see the movie instead of practicing. So I'm going to be high-fiving my bros the entire time. Um, all right. That is it for the podcast. Mm-hmm. All right. So we will talk to you next week. I'm not sure what we'll talk about. Uh, Star Wars, maybe. No, you won't watch Star Wars by then. Oh. No, uh, I, I, I probably won't be able to talk about it at all because. Oh, no, 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 no. The, the week after it comes out, not like the weekend after, but like. The week after, like that Christmas week, we could do a show and I could talk about it because I'll still be in town and we could record that day. This is how the sausage is made. And not no one cares about this except for me and Tony. <laughs> we will talk about it. It's just going to be like a week and a couple days after the movie comes out. We'll see. We, we will talk about it. All right. That is it. Thanks for listening. And we'll do this again. Right. Yeah. So, so my question, my question is, is, who could it be? We don't know. We don't know. And I would like to ask you which comic book does affect you most emotionally. Yeah. yeah. That's the question. Don't shake your head. I love Alan. This is a John Byrne issue. I love Alan Davis. I love Alan Davis.
Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. There was one more question. We'll have to save it for next week. Sorry, Brandon.